You know, it's not really going to be a tear jerker when it's not four, but eight will count. Yeah, one is purple. Yeah, like the end, it's purple. On the switch? Oh, no. Uh, you can't see him because he's wearing green or green screen. <laughs> on that bombshell, we're going to start off this podcast. What is Triforce? Welcome! Walljangers and Purhangers, we are uh, a Purjangers and Wallhangers radio network production of the Trifuss. Yes, of course, we are one light, but we still have our green screen. We, uh, we're missing our light, our light of our life. Kelly Collins, Mr. Twitchy Wilson. Light of the podcast. If he could only leave his light here, hmm, that might actually make it a little bit brighter in our day. I mean, having something to remember him by, of course. Yes, yes. Yes, of, of course. But I, of course, am one Mr. Matthew Bugarell, the madman, and to my right is one Mr. Christopher Bristow, the old man, and to my left is one Mr. Stephen Bugarell, big brother. And we are missing Mr. Kelly Collins, which... If you if I move my head, I was just hitting Kelly in the face. So Kelly is not here, hence the high score. Um, (laughs) 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 But we have a lot to get to. So obviously, uh, this week on podcast number forty-two of the Triforce. This is podcast for now. This is what I want to straighten out. I did a lot of research, which okay. is includes just scrolling through our SoundCloud. Um, the so a lot of bullshit. We say it's forty-two. Really, it is the forty-sixth game podcast that we have done since Matt Man and the Old Man. Yes. Okay. Um, now we have two Ultra Clash Wrestling podcasts with Teddy and Terry. The third one is. Just recorded last night on Teddy's Facebook. He's going to get it over to us, and we'll put it up this week on the SoundCloud. I, the editor, may have poked my nose in a good bit of their podcast a bit. But this is one we can even start off right here, because uh, the question I posed, which you're a big wrestling head, alive or dead, what wrestler would you want come make a surprise appearance in a Raw or SmackDown today. In a Raw or SmackDown today? Live appearance. Alive or dead. Now I can tell you my choice if you want. Because even Teddy and Terry both agreed that it was good on their podcast. That's a tough one because it's... They said the same thing. It's a tough one only because I mean... The Nature Boy Ric Flair is always going to be my go-to. He is always going to be... I figured that's where you were going to go with it. As soon as I posed the question, I said, well, I know my choice. And then, of course, Chris is going to pick Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! (laughs) I kind of figured that. Um, Damn my memory. I don't remember what they picked. So you're just going to have to watch Ultra Class Wrestling... Uh, it's going to be podcast number 43 on Pajangers and Wallhangers. And All right. I have yet to give it an adequate name because when I was watching it, I gave it so many names. Just like <laughs> we do for our podcast. I'm thinking about calling it um, 
No, no, don't, 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 don't. Uh, Spoilers. 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 Spoiler alert is also another one that me and uh, Big Brother did over here, which was Podcast 41, which we did on Here Comes the Men in Black, Men in Black International. Going out there, man. In the car, not yeah, we did. We do it on the way back from the uh, from the movie theater because right. obviously we live about ten minutes away from Granite Run, and it makes it a good time. We live the exact to... amount away that the podcast takes. Exactly. Oddly enough, it's almost a conspiracy. Almost. Okay. But Men in Black International, check it out there. Um, I've mentioned that Great it movie. pretty much got the same score as Brightburn. And we did Brightburn, Detective Pikachu, Hellboy. This is the fifth one in the spoiler alert. So we definitely have those. But Ultra Class, uh, Ultra Class Wrestling got the 40th uh, podcast spot. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm happy. I'm happy that we're bringing more people into the. Yeah, man. We gotta get. We gotta get Doug and Amy involved. We gotta get you guys yeah. in. And, uh, of course, we start off uh, this podcast with, a, we're going to go a little bit different here, but uh, a catch-up as uh, Jessica Jones uh, Season 3 came out. That's what I've been kind of focusing on. Mm. Uh, wife and I, we've been watching Boardwalk Empire, just getting Okay, okay, okay. Now, you, I know you've been going in on Fallout 76. It's very... Very disappointing. I popped in on a little bit of it, okay? Very and... disappointing. It's almost oh. like they're using the same engine that they did for Fallout 3. Really? Yeah. When you compare it to, like, Spider-Man? Please. Oh, it's so sad. The graphics are horrible. The story is horrible. But I'm going to no, get my 50% off. You know, right over there. What's that camera? That camera is the second one down. Yeah, it's not. You, no, man, you We're a very professional podcast here. <laughs> over down here. The second one down. This one? Yeah, that one. Uh, and then you hit transition. We are, uh, of course, I told you, Chris is... <laughs> hey! Chris is taking care of the... He didn't show me the controls. I did not. I gave him absolutely <laughs> no instructions. And Throw if you want to get to the, the very bottom one is when they see the big screen. And uh, no, not one. Stop hitting one. <laughs> it's two and three. And with your mouse, scroll down to the bottom one there and click on that. You have to click on the screen you want, and then you hit two or three for the transition of... Right here. Excellent timing. Click. My God. <laughs> click bottom. Okay. Hang on. Click bottom. Hang on. Hey, there we go. Hey. Now we're over here. We're, we're still learning the OBS. Here. Yeah, we're still learning the OBS. But this is the big, the big screen. And he is now controlling. But Fallout 76 the right screen is shit. Is Don't what you see. The left screen one. is the preview screen. So as you go through the top three options, you'd click that and hit I just can't see text. Well, that just doesn't work. <laughs> just go for the blurs. Anyway, um, we do have a very uh, action-packed podcast here. Obviously, uh, with all the nerdy news of last week, 
of yeah. E3. We still have a, a good little bit trickling in here. One, if you want to scroll up, is the big story as we hop into the nerdy news. As I've trudged through the trenches of all that is nerdy. That is the men in black, but uh, scroll down. The trailer goes down further. Uh, a little bit further. Can you make it go away? I'm trying to. There you go. Oh. Now, hey, there's a story behind it. Yeah. So, in the story... Obviously, we saw Avengers, uh, the Marvel Avengers uh, story here. Uh, the game is it's kind of mixed reviews as it's coming out here. Yeah. We saw essentially what is almost like that take, and there are plenty of memes of the, the ticket space balls where uh, they catch the stunt doubles. <laughs> that's kind of like what you see with the trailer. That That's better. Okay, but that's not the trailer. Oh, that's Men in Black. That's Men in Black again. Yeah. That's We're not Black. promoting that. We, We're not, that. we already right. did that one. We already did that one. Just scroll down. Scroll down. Seriously. It'll it'll pop up Get there. lower. Get lower. Get lower. All right. Get lower. I don't know what happened there. There's supposed to be a tra- There's supposed to be something there. But essentially, in the uh, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics revealed uh, Avengers trailer, um, they're saying that they're kind of making a Babe Ruth claim here. Yeah, play the trailer and then go down the words. That's well, it's a commercial. Yeah, that's why I was. It's state of play. We don't want to give it PlayStation anymore. So here we go. Give it to the live screen. Don't get me started. A full screen. Yeah, we're still. There we go. So, in here we see, uh, they're saying it's a defining Avengers game gaming experience, combining cinematic storytelling with both single-player and co-op gameplay. You'll be able to assemble up to four friends on a team, customize your heroes, unleash abilities, combine powers, and explore their ever-expanding world. So it results in uh, a good story here. You see there's a obviously a di- little bit of a destruction <laughs> happening as they try to unveil some new shield, uh, or not a shield, Avengers headquarters and some new tech. And all this catastrophe is happening. And here you see the horrible uh, characters. I'm not really happy with Bruce Banner. The faces of all the actors? The Hulk I like. The Thor, I'm not really crazy. Iron Man, hey, you can't really go wrong with him, especially since you know they're going to add skins. Yeah. Sorry for the interruption, and we will get back to the podcast in one minute. We just want to take the time to thank Suckcast for their horrible internet and the whole reason why it dumped out. Now, here's the rest of the show. Uh, Inception. Oh my god, Patagas Water is alive! Yay! Oh, yeah, good luck. Okay. Go back to the uh, news article at hand. Uh, Avengers and everybody uh, is a little bit of a letdown this week. The Avengers trailer looked like they based it on people in the office that look kind of, sort of like the actor. Yeah, hey, they're Bill, the stuntmen. You kind of look like him. Yeah. Well, you, know who you. You, you know who you look like. You look like, like a good Tony Stark. You, Get close enough. You look like Tony. What's your name? Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah, whatever. You're Joey Bag of Donuts. Now on that on that kind of thing, you know what I always got? We got to share shit out again. Yeah, of course. Uh, but you know what I always got? I always got uh, Ferris Bueller. 
my teacher, uh, David Bueller. Brumbach. He always Bueller. he always ended up uh, he always ended up calling me Ferris Bueller because he thought I looked like um, what's his face uh, Matthew Broderick. There you go. The ever living computer that is Christopher Bristow continuing to work. So uh, essentially, we uh, yeah, our our first podcast there got kind of interrupted a little bit, hey, kind of, sort of. But uh, so we're talking Avengers, and Avengers essentially is a single player or a co op game, which will assemble four of your friends. You can customize the um, heroes. During the celebration that was the Avengers, they showed off new tech, which was at a catastrophe for... Uh, it was a, a catastrophe breakout. Essentially, they blew up the Golden Gate Bridge. And uh, you see all the Avengers trying to gather in there and uh, try to save the day. But essentially, they're, they cut to five years later when the world went to shit and all the superheroes uh, were outlawed. And uh, they had to, the story is based on them assembling again and trying to overcome that world. Now, they're trying to make it one of those tearjerker Marvel cinematic pieces to where they're going for, you know, they're swinging like Babe Ruth. They're going for the bleachers. You know, it's not really going to be a tearjerker when it's not Thor, but Ed from accounting. Yeah. You're playing as. Yeah. Essentially. I mean... It's they're allowing different uh, skins and different things to. Uh, oh, here we go. We finally got the trailer out there. Um, um, but here you see the Avengers tech. They're showing off the mysterious kind of engine. And uh, Avengers Day, they go off and you, Iron Man. You can't fuck up. Thor, Thor looks really. Everybody looks really. The bad. hair. It's the hair. You know what I mean? Even with the ray the tracing. The faces as so, well. So I'm just, saying, I'm just saying this. Chris Hemsworth's hair in the first Thor was exactly the same. It was. <laughs> if, you go, if you go to another story I have in the link, I actually have a comparison to all of them. There you go. Yeah, that, hang on. Fans. There you go. Second one down. That's, uh, Fans disappointed. No, that was Toby with Clark. That's the later story. Never mind. Um, but essentially, oh man, technical difficulties aside. So I like how the first thing that came up was Game of Thrones. <laughs> we are, as you can tell, a very refined and polished. Podcast. We're totally professional. Yeah, we got this half ass professional. We'll keep moving. We'll on. just move forward. Keep we'll look forward. at the trailer we'll here. Look, cage this bitch. Oh god, damn it, this sucks. Anyway. <laughs> we see here the end of the trailer. It's an. It's not. It's. This is so, how was your day? This is the worst fucking start to a podcast I think I have ever done, but we will make it through. Aim for the bleachers! Aim for the bleachers, damn it! Aim for them! Swing away, Merle. <laughs> Swing away. So essentially. <laughs> <sighs> Fans were sounding off at how happy they were at the Avengers that they picked in this trailer. Essentially, you know, all all of them kind of suck dick. Keep going down. There you go. They this was the fucking story I was talking about. This is why you don't have an old man at the helm. Keep going down. 
So here you see Captain America in the actual trailer, or and then you scroll to like, nothing like Captain America. Captain America in the actual uh, Civil War. And you see the similarities between the two in the styling of the mm. actual characters. So it's, yeah, they went for a, a look, but it really was the stunt actor kind of look. It wasn't something yeah. that really, I kind of put this towards uh, maybe like a separation anxiety for fans. Because, hey, where are you going to find pictures of the actor? Yeah. They're nowhere. Yeah. Um, I, I, I see this as a separation anxiety from the fans because of Endgame and how they saw everything that happened there. What the hell is going on with Thor in the background there? Uh, he He's going through some tough times. Yeah, you think? yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Fire that animator. Whoever did that. Yeah. Someone <clears throat> a wake-up call. But essentially, uh, the... Uh, a game like Avengers, you don't really want to save money on the on the main characters. You save don't. money elsewhere. Yeah, you don't. You uh, you know. Now they kind of went a little bit. Um, Troy Baker is says Bruce Banner. Troy Baker, of course, you know Joel from Last of Us. Yeah, Troy Baker and Nolan North Nolan was, North was uh, Iron Man. Yeah, and he's, uh, they, they have their own show. People, why do people have problems with Nolan North? Uh, because anything outside, he's related. Of, anything outside of Uncharted. <laughs> because yeah. he's related to Peter. I don't think he's related to the porn actor. <laughs> Look at that. That is really It's really kind of spot on, but it's no, still it's really at the That was point. the first Thor movie where they yeah. bleached his eyebrows and hair. I'm, it's really bad. It is bad, but you it's do not, have to take a moment to appreciate how bad it is. And here you see RDJ. And you want me to... This is the problem. You cannot replace RDJ. Just like the article that uh, was released a couple podcasts back, how he's trying to clean up uh, the oceans with robots. Environmental, yeah. He's yeah, trying, he's, he's going on the ar uh, environmental kick now, and he's trying to save the world. Again, he is Iron Man. Well, and you know, nobody can fucking capture that man. Trying That's to the save space the world, right here. Trying so. to save the world made Al Gore a, a millionaire. Yeah, many times over, I think. I created the internet. Yeah, Spaceballs. Obviously, Mel Brooks movies can uh, Mel Brooks movies could not be made today. Yeah, but they still they still hold the test of time. They do hold the yeah. test of time, yeah, yeah. but you ha it's almost like you have to explain to someone. Well, you're not going to have. You're not going to have a different time. You're, you're like, you can't show blazing saddles to a seven year old. So you're not going to have, um, you know, the words gangbang in a movie. <laughs> and this is on Jeff's Queen. Yeah, this is Not a guy that uh, wanted me to clean up the podcast. Uh, and he's talking I, about I'm dance. quoting a movie. <laughs> that makes it better. It does yeah, make yeah, it better. That helps. That, that helps. makes it better. Okay. Obviously, we're going to make it family friendly on the story above us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo makes everything better. 
<laughs> or at least they try. They do try. So essentially, we have uh, uh, Link, uh, Link's Awakening coming back to the Switch. Um, were you a big Link's Awakening fan on the Nintendo? On the Game Boy? I never really truly played Link's Awakening. Because Link's Awakening, that was the one that I got on the Game Boy. I went to the uh, Nintendo Power, and then later on I went to the internet. And yeah. I got the, how do I get past this part? That was the first game that got me stuck. No matter what I tried to do in a certain point of the dungeon, I couldn't figure it out. And that was the point of Nintendo Power back in the day, because it told you this is how you get past oh, that part. Oh, oh, yeah. It was the point before the internet that you, if you wanted the easy way in on the game, if you wanted that slick shot, you had to subscribe to Nintendo Power. Yeah, I, re- I, I had a subscription. Oh. Yeah, I did that too. was EGM and yeah. my, those things. Like, I was in on like the earlier uh, subscription ones. Because Ooh. Nintendo Power came out and then Game Informer. And Game Informer, Game Informer was... especially around when uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. That's when Game Informer that's blew when the fuck, fuck up. That's when Funko Land was still in existence. Oh, man. The one yeah. off of Kirkwood Highway Ooh. right across from the Best Buy. That's yeah. Funko Land. That's where I bought my fucking PS4, bro! <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking Funko Land. I remember that. I was walking into that place. And I was like, this "Oh is yeah, a, yeah, it was a Funko Land." Yeah, man. I that's where. So that's where. That's where I remember playing Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha. It's the three-dimensional Street Fighter on PS One. Yeah, that and Rival Schools. That was a big <sighs> game too. But I'm excited for uh, Link's Awakening. You see here, obviously, they have Super Mario Maker 2 following up with the uh, from the Wii U 3DS success game. And, I mean, Super Mario Maker, whenever you can make your own Super Mario level, yeah, it's entertaining, and that gives a challenge to the internet. Almost like GTA V found with their uh, mods and everything, they found that people on the internet were just so absurdly obsessive about these mods and making the game better that it actually became its a thing in its own. Yes. Yeah, I, I Especially among the uh, Twitch uh, community. Oh, I... Mm. There was... There, I, I applaud... Of people making these levels because the level of detail, like to the nth degree, uh, like seeing these levels actually in execution mm. and how and what, like it, that is a whole nother level of masochism on some yeah. of these levels because you have to be. And this is all people that are doing it for free. They're doing what this coding this? on their own fucking time. They know how to do it and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. They, I'm going to make this game. They did this before with another game that you got years ago. You could people could make their own levels and share it with the community. I yeah, it was RPG that. Maker. RPG Maker, and then also no, no, Little Big Planet. Planet. Another one. Yeah, um, Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. Yeah, there you go. Little Big Planet was a big one on that because it was PS4 exclusive, and it got. I well, want to say it even got some Nintendo skins in there. PS3 exclusive. Well, yeah. well, PlayStation exclusive. We'll just yeah, please leave it a Matman generalization blanket. 
Just toss it over there. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, scroll down here a little bit. You see Luigi's Mansion, man. Nobody cares that about came... Luigi. Move on. Lu Luigi was the Nobody fucking cares. taller brother. Nobody, yeah. Nobody Thank cares. you. Fucking Mario. Nobody cares about Luigi. Well, Let's. Super Let's... here. Obviously, Mario let's, voicing let's his fucking on. concern. I'm trying to point a little <laughs> bit of fucking point out to my man Luigi right here. This motherfucker never asked for a goddamn thing. Look at him. He's got his Ghostbuster pack on the back. You can't see him. You can't see him because he's wearing green and it's a green screen. That's not. <laughs> that is not the point. I was strictly forbidden from wearing green. You week. know what? That's a bad. That's a bad metaphor for Luigi's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just blending into the green screen. Nobody cares. It's all about Mario. Title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zing! Banjo-Kazooie coming back. We have uh, Toad. They're just giving out fucking games at Nintendo. Toady. They're giving Toad games. It's They're called giving... Pokemon Go. We got the money. Yeah. Woo, everybody oh, yeah. gets a game. Nintendo. You get that... a game and you get a game. Woo. <laughs> hey, McBride, what up, buddy? Welcome to the podcast. We got the green screen back. <clears throat> the light of our life, Kelly uh, Collins, is not here. So we don't have the increased benefit of it, but you still see it behind us here. And we're talking... Uh, Nintendo right now. Dragon Quest, you have another, another one coming out for Dragon Quest as well as uh, Nintendo not really impressive. And one story that I was going to add in there is that Phil Spencer even acknowledged that without PlayStation there, that it was, an, uh, it was a hollow E3. Yeah, it, it didn't have like the like a normal E3 feel just because you didn't have... A competitive edge. Competition breeds excellence, and I will always say that in, no matter what the topic is. I mean, you know, Teddy will say the same thing now that, you know, not to touch on his podcast, but... Don't touch his podcast. It's uh, underage. Uh, it's okay. under 18 podcast. Okay, okay. If it's under 18 podcast, then you can't touch it. Okay, uh, I will be I will be rated G-friendly. Unless you quote a movie, then you're totally good. <laughs> oh my god, I quoted, I got Teddy off on the, I derailed you that You got train. Teddy off? <laughs> I don't need to know how you're I derailed Teddy life. on his podcast by saying, by getting him on movies, and that jumped the train off the, tra off the tracks and onto a completely <laughs> separate track. Headed in the opposite direction. He was doing the Phantom Train in Final Fantasy. Because Six. Teddy with movies, he will go off because he used to work at Blockbuster. So oh, he, that was just like switch tracks, like like train just fucking quickly switched, and I that was my fault. I want to acknowledge that on my own. Podcast. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like so, back to yes. competition breeding excellence. Yes. So it goes without saying. The, the three big powerheads of Nintendo, Xbox, Sony, they all need that competitive edge, that strife, you yeah. know, in, to say, you know, who's got what. Now, you know, we've seen Xbox going with their direction. We see PlayStation going with their direction. And that's fine. But it's across the board, whether it's gaming, whether it's wrestling, you need that competition in order to have a, a better product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Now, I mean, 
Nintendo really doesn't need to put out anything yeah. for the rest of their life, and they will be perfectly fine money-wise <clears throat> because of when they started off in this game. Now, that doesn't stop them, but it also gives them the advantage of being able to take risks. You see Witcher 3 coming to fucking Switch. 540p. Which, still, Witcher 3 is a great game. It's a great game. It's a great game that portable, too. Especially, you're on the you're on the train. You're trying to just go well, through opens, traffic. This, uh, this opens the door for EA and Bioware to put Dragon Age. It really does, man. Tracks. I would love that. I meant train or traffic. I mean, I know trains, it's not like you have trains backed up bumper to bumper. <laughs> He's a murderer. Like, you son of a bitch! <laughs> but we do not encourage playing games while driving. No, you don't man, get but into an accident. Especially yeah, with, Elon! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially with Nintendo, man. Nintendo, hopefully, getting they got the uh, Mortal Kombat coming to the Switch April 23rd. Which was last, last two months ago. Okay. Well, it's out there. <laughs> He's just letting you know when it happened. Assassin's Creed. This is when your yeah, addiction this is all, started. This is all like this. It's all old stuff, but remastered. It's all the stuff that's out there. Now, Nintendo very scarce. You'll probably pay full price for any of these games. So because they don't put out sales like Steam. So, because we have a Switch, and because of our fond nature of having the old Final Fantasies, well, my old Final Fantasies, but Square Enix put it out there that they want to offer their entire catalog. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yes. And some of those games would go right to Switch if they do it right. I mean, yeah, because Square Enix has a lot of titles that are really good and adaptive to the Switch, and a lot that could actually make it. That was nine. If I duck down, you can see. Um, you have uh, nine there, uh, which was Final Fantasy, which that one was not a bad title. Nine was good. It was at the end of the PlayStation era, yeah. Era, but. It had a really good story, and especially I play, like I told you, I started off with seven. I played seven, eight, nine, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is fantastic!" If you like nine, then you'll like six. <laughs> he keeps going off on six. He keeps going off on six. We'll agree to disagree. We'll move on to the next story, which I think a lot of people will like, which is Zelda. Um, obviously, Link, come here. I need you. Oh, okay. Because, of course, we have uh, one Breath of the Wild 2 Electric Ooh. Boogaloo. Ha, 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 ha. Yes. Uh, switch to the third screen and go into the trailer, which is down below. Where This, this ratio is off. A bit. Yeah, a bit. We'll work. We're, we're, we're working on it. Uh, go up to the top corner and drag. But essentially, um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. The announcement trailer um, is announced at E3. Not much actually going on in the announcement trailer. The first one was really good. It was, because it set up a nice uh, history. 
Because it wasn't just about the game. It was about the backstory between Link and Zelda. and then... Not only that, they had lots of other things. Like when it rained, water would gather in certain areas. Yeah. And that's when you, you had like these things that were hidden under it. You had to use your ice power, but only when it rains could you yeah. do it. And create the ice blocks to move the things and get the things. Oh, yes. and... and even the, te uh, the temples, there were multiple different ways that you could... Go Here's what frustrated me about that game. I got all the temples, but one. Oh. Why didn't you go to Google, man? Go to YouTube. I thought I got them all. You go to so YouTube on the last month, on the last uh, temple, no, and then you. No, I was it. going by Google, and then I missed one. So uh. instead of going through all two hundred, I decided to like, you know. Yeah. Huh. Just put the game down and go. Terry away. Rivera. Welcome to the podcast. He's part of uh, the Ultra Clash po uh, Wrestling Podcast with Teddy and Terry. Uh, well, Terry. Hi. He's the wrestling fan, Terry, and the IT guru, if you do see it. And uh, obviously, no, that video down there, right there. Little one, go big. Do it. That's do what it. they all say. Yeah. This, go to the news screen. Yeah. And two. So, we have the trailer for Zelda here. Obviously, you see the kind of Hyrule glyphs and stuff like that uh, swirling around. Obviously, Ganon had that kind of black goo magic in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Is that the screen that's shown? Um, one, go down to the bottom one, and hit so two, three, uh, hit the bottom one. Hit the bottom one. There we go. Now, Double you see the... Uh, there you go. You see the... Uh, Legend of Zelda. So Zelda's going to actually be in the earrings. One. Zelda is in this. She was very absent in the last she, Yeah. yeah she didn't Up until the end. end. Yeah. And eh, you see here, so it's probably going to be the same landscape. So Maybe, there's, like I a, think they're going to go a lot darker in this one, though. So she was absent in the last one. Okay, much starting like, over. Much like the princess in every Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Princess Peach yeah. was a, a constant victim. Constant and the victim. second choice. She, she might have actually had Stockholm syndrome. I, I I love the I love the meme that says, you know, Ric Flair was here, he has taken your your princess to another castle. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So we switch over to the main screen and then we go to the next story, which I think will make a lot of people happy, especially uh, one Mr. Christopher Bristow up there to 42 and then right down there to Contra. Contra! Contra Road Corps coming to PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Ooh, yeah. This one they're going with more of a top down. View, uh, can we scroll down or not? There we go. I don't think the Oculus. We're not that. waiting for, uh, there we go. And just go to full screen. <coughs> Boom. So you have the, um, you have five Ooh. different characters in this one. It's a top, top down, uh, Diablo like. You go Is to it? the City of the Damned. And there are five different characters. Ka Kaiser, Arrow Captain, Gentleman, 
Hungry Beast, and Miss Hakari. Miss Hakari. Huh. She makes you tea and ramen, and then she slices your balls off and serves them in a, in a nice limoncello. <laughs> She's a woman of the world. Doesn't matter that's not Japanese. <laughs> Obviously, you see a lot of uh, bullets and debauchery above. Well, not debauchery, but you see a lot of bullets and blasting. And a panda. Is it mobile? For some reason, there's is a panda. Is it a mobile game? It is. No, it's a PS4, PC, P, uh, Switch, Xbox One. It's just a top down, but it's uh, the next take on the Contra series. And uh, two years after the Alien War, a damned city appears in the battlefield, and they aren't. Um, they're they're not out for fame. They're just out for the treasures and gold that are in the center of the city of the damned. And uh, it's one of those titles like Battletoads from last time. Terry's saying how he's excited for Battletoads. We showed it last episode, uh, yes. last podcast, the trailer for Battletoads, and how the trailer drawn graphics and everything it's it, it it looks really good this is another one to where they're bringing back a series that you had played in your childhood with the new graphics with everything that's going on with it i think it, it could turn out good if it is done right right um, Even though it's top down, do you see that as a big challenge as no, for the side no, scroll? No, no, like reloaded, reloaded. Well, loaded and reloaded on PS One were top down. They were great shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives it back to like Smash TV on Nintendo. That was a good one back in the arcade. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for like I'm I'm I enjoy a good top down shooter. Mm-hmm. Top down and side scrollers are my favorite. Like, uh, Warface, if you're a good uh, fan of side-scrollers, Warface on Steam, and it's probably on the the, uh, console networks as well, it's a side-scroller, but it's a multiplayer. So you have a whole bunch of different people in there, team deathmatch multiplayer style, on a side-scroller. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Absolutely good. I can't highly recommend it enough. War face, not Warframe. Warframe is good too. That's like Destiny Light. You know, that's like if you grab like a Heineken Light, or like a Heineken Double Zero. Like he likes to drink. It's a different taste. Now it's pay to play, so that'd be like every time you wanted to sip a Heineken Double Zero, he would have to pay twenty five cents for the aftertaste. But still, it's good. For the free content that they put it out there. You see my face, right? Yeah, I know. You don't believe a word of the bullshit I'm spitting out. But (laughs) it's fine. fine. On to the next story. Fable. Absolutely, man. Mm. Fable is... We're not going to see it anytime soon. Okay. Um, The Fable is in development with uh, Playground Games, which is from Forza. Um, kind of. Kind of? Yeah, kind of. Um, Forza is, this is about the Xbox Scarlet, so that's not the story you want. Uh, that's what was on here. No, go down. Up to the stories. Yeah, and then... Big budget fable game. Yeah, go down. It's just a story. There's no video. 
But uh, essentially, they're working on it. It's a lot like what I like to point it out, uh, what I pointed out with like Activision, with the Jedi Knights of the Fallen Order. How Activision is the developer who's making the game. Yeah. But it's nothing to do with Activision. It's the same case here with uh... Fable. So Playground Games, who made Forza... They are pushing out the game, but the team who is making the game have never worked a day for Playground Other Games in a day. This they were So you're today. having people who make racing games make an adventure no. game. Because this they hired people just for this game, like they did with Activision. So they're hiring people for a specific game outside of the racing games. So it's more, I'm hiring these people make this game, just like they did with Jedi The Fallen Order, which now we're clamoring over because it looks so good. Yeah. So, I think that if they take this kind of approach to where they yeah. get Fable fans to make a Fable game, and Fable Legends, for people who don't know, two years ago, Microsoft shut down Lionhead, which was the studio that made Fable games. They had a strict partnership. So, Peter so, Molyneux. So while we're on it, the person who everybody hates. Your first introduction to Lionhead Studios. It was what? Black and Black White. Black and White. Absolutely. An amazing game. And I still want another game like it. I've said it on multiple podcasts. I, I still like want them to a release new modern, modern game. Mod, Black and White. I Give want a remaster to Black and White. Give it to me. I will buy it. I will buy it. I'll I buy it. Also on buy it. PS4. He'll buy it on the PS4 just just because it's a great game. <laughs> I'll buy it twice. Buy it three times. It's a Grab, great grabbing a citizen game. and throwing him into the. You know, <laughs> just having that godly <laughs> ability. That was such a good game, and it was such a good start for Lionhead. And then Fable dropped, and that was mind blowing. That was yeah, quintessential really RPG. Good. You could. Just go with a sword if you wanted. You can go with a bow. You could just wield magic. You could do whatever you wanted, and you could act what, how you What wanted. was your first nickname in Fable? Chicken Chaser! Chicken Chaser! <laughs> it took us so long why we were actually being called Chicken Chaser. I think we made it through like 50% of the game. We're like, oh shit, you can change your title. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's why they're calling me the Chicken Chaser. Half the game, I was called Chicken Chaser. And like how they how they snarkily laughed at yeah, you. Yeah, man. Chicken chaser. <laughs> no, what no, like much of a hero to me. Why <laughs> do they call you chicken chaser, you bitch? Like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm just walking down a road, and you're just judging me just because I'm wearing a chicken costume. <laughs> that is racist. Ah, God, okay. it's never easy to do a story like this, man. No. no, no. We don't have Kelly to do the... Uh, yeah. So Amazon is laying off uh, at least what they're saying dozens of game developers with... I thought they only had one organization. What, Top that, Gear game. That Top Gear game? Uh, no, no, it's Tour not just game. the Grand Tour game. It's They have other uh, unannounced games that they just dropped. Because they just... Are they going to be any good? No, clearly not. Well, we won't know because they just dropped them. 
But Thanks for letting us down, Amazon. Not only the devs were axed, uh, but also unannounced games. They were also trying to find other places for company employees that were affected by this. But they're trying to find them, like you can see above, uh, places in like Amazon Game Studios, Twitch, Twitch Prime, which if you didn't know, it, Twitch Prime it, and Twitch are... Twitchy's podcast? That's all Amazon. Which controls that great game, uh, great game streaming. So, <clears throat> Amazon really they they did not state how many were affected. So that's a little bit of a little bit of a mind bender there, man. Um, this next story I really hope happens. Robert Downey Jr. Um, replacing once the replacement of him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to be Ironheart. In the comics, Ironheart hmm. is a MIT student who backwards uh, trace... Uh, engineers. Backward, uh, yeah, backward engineers his Iron Man armor to make her own armor and becomes Ironheart. And she's a female Iron Man. He wants that to happen, and he said this at the gala held at uh, Genie... Siskel's uh, Film Center. Jeannie Siskel. I guess that's the person. Probably a famous film director's wife. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Siskel sounds familiar. Um, But essentially, the the writer of Ironheart introduced Robert Downey Jr. to the stage. And according... uh, Her her name was Evie Ewing. And... uh, as seen on the screen. She said she tweeted yeah. that he took to the stage and said that he wants Ironheart to replace him in the Marvel Comic Universe. Now that's just Robert Downey Jr. speaking out. Yeah. Okay. Once again, well, he is Iron Man and he can't help but be Iron Man. So it makes sense. Now, would you rather the traditional comic Ironheart or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, daughter of Tony Stark, becoming Ironheart. Because um, MIT student, you know, black MIT student coming up, becoming Iron Man, it's diversifying the roles like they want, but it's not exactly really hitting home, you know, like if it was Tony's fucking daughter. Love you 3000, like, boom! She could go with like a fucking... You know, My Hero Academia, like, Detroit Smash 3000. I would say leave the decision up to RDJ. Of all the people to make the decision. If only we could. If only we could just leave it up to RDJ. I think Marvel will make their own damn mind. Yeah, but given given the, the kind of like a direction from the person who kind of saved the Marvel Cinematic Universe... A, a just some insight and saying, "Hey, we should have Ironheart." Yeah, and here are my top picks. We should get the direction from a guy who no longer works here. See, yeah. there's the door. Yeah, <laughs> it's called it's called residuals, and he will never take them down. He will always be my Iron Man. Like that's like I said, separation anxiety. That's what I yeah. have with the Marvel. If they give me a RDJ skin Iron Man, I will 100% buy that game. Just for an RDJ skin. 
Give me the original Avengers in the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. Give me their skins in your Avengers game. I will buy it. 100%. Because they were a really good... It was really good casting. It was lightning in a bottle. That's what it was. It really was, man. And they're not going to get that. Now, I trust Marvel casting in the future, but still, I don't think you're going to get that again. Because Robert Downey Jr. literally turned into Iron Man. Now, Iron Man was just... It was already made for RDJ. Just RDJ had to grow into it. Like one Mr. Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. Like I said last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan Ryan Reynolds came. There's hundred percent. He was playing that. He was playing that part in the movie, waiting. So <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was too. Oh man, this next story. Oh man, fans disappointed, huh? Oh man, fans Ooh. are disappointed uh, a little bit because Marvel tweeted out uh, a little bit of a teaser. And it was from Marvel Comics, okay? Marvel Entertainment tweeted it out, hashtagging Marvel Comics, as you see if you scroll down. That's nothing. Wow, they really went wretched. Yeah, that's a shitty Spider-Man. That down there is what we... Keep going. There we go. That's the money shot we want. So, you see a spider webbing a four, and that's what they put out on the internet. Now... What you'll notice above it is C.B. Sablinski, editor-in-chief of Marvel, teased that no one is going to see this coming. Now, there's two lines of thought on this. There is the Spider-Man and Fantastic Four crossover coming to the comics, because they tweeted Marvel Comics, which, anything Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, that's going to be a good sell. I see them keeping the John Krasinski-looking Mr. Fantastic because I see them wanting to go towards that, as we'll see later on. But there's also, as you can see in the text above us, another theory that it is actually relating to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4 movie that never happened. Which is a good... It's a good turn because... um... Into the Spider-Verse introduced the multiverse in that realm. Sony did a really good job with their own animated movie. And when it's written right, you can bring in multiple universes and it still flows properly. So with... and uh, so They've been talking about doing a multiverse in multiple formats. One with yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. There was talks about having... Tommy McGuire, um, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland into I would the watch that. I would watch that just as movie. a cameo, as but, a Spider-Man Four movie. I think that, and you mix Venom in there with, like, obviously, Mysterio's going to end up the villain. Can we all course. admit that? Of course. And Far From Home. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's that's... fucking Mysterio. It's literally his mo. Literally his mo. That's it. That's what he's known for. Deceiving. Right. Now you don't have to watch it. There you go. Boom. But you see all the tweets here from people, man, because the actual casting, if you haven't heard, for that Spider- Spider-Man 4 movie, 
was fan fucking fantastic. <laughs> so, storybo- storyboard surfaced back in 2016, showing <clears throat> Maguire Spidey in a battle with the main villain Vulture, by one John Malkovich, and Mysterio as one Mister Bruce Campbell of Ash versus the Evil Dead. He was actually in the original hmm. Spider-Man too. And he was. He had a big relationship with Sam Raimi, so that's why that made sense for a Spider-Man 4 movie for him to come out as Mysterio. Now, also, as a knockoff Catwoman, they had Anne Hathaway pegged for um, Black the, Cat. Uh, Black, Black Cat. Cat. Black oh, Cat. could we throw some more people, heroes in there? Yeah. How about Mr. Freeze? Oh, uh, you don't want to know how they're going to add in, like, Two-Face and, you know, Cousin Bob and the fucking Matt Reeves Batman movie now. There's like six million and nipples. Shit. Nipples on the bets. And a credit card. Oh, God. Mixed with a debit card because Batman has bells. <laughs> Title okay. of the But essentially, you see that what they were doing is now with that fourth movie, they're making that into a comic, is what the other speculation is. Having a the, the characters looked like those actors and going through the script that would have been for Spider-Man 4, which I can't tell you that's not a good idea. It's great. People, fans have clamored for this. That's why the yeah. storyboard surfaced online. Uh, I would love to actually see McGuire's Spider-Man recapped and closed off properly. I would... It, it would... Do you want like an old man Logan of Spider-Man with with McGuire, like in like a, com- because you know they're they have uh, Tom Holland for so many movies, right? Yes. Would you like to see Tobey Maguire come in almost like an old man Logan in like a Into the Spider Verse, have Nick Cage as fucking Spider-Man Noir? <laughs> He voiced him in the fucking animated movie, so you have Nick Cage's Spider-Man Noir, you have Tobey Maguire as, like, the classic Spider-Man, you have Tom Holland, you also have a fucking Miles Morales in a Spider-Man 2099, and you have that perfect Spider-Verse movie for a Spider-Man 4 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because you you can't, uh, I, I mean, you have to have a Madam Web in there, but who would you cast as Madam Web? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, that is very... It's, I, can't. I have an, a picture in my head of the actress, but I can't imagine her name for the life of me. So, um, do you know what she was in? By visual stimuli, yes, I know, but I don't know by actual name of the movie. What, what did I she know do? I have seen her in a lot. What What... You need what more than that about? to type into a search engine. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna just I'm gonna be throwing a Batman generalization blanket over everything. The woman from the thing. That. The woman from the thing is essentially what I think. She did lots of things. And, uh, <laughs> she we don't know because of my people. spotty memory. Um, you gotta give me something. I wanna say she was in The Devil Wears Proud. That's, so that's Anne Hathaway. And the older one. Uh Glenn Close. There you go. See, I knew he or, knew it. Or um, I would see Glenn Close as a fucking. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, it wasn't Glenn Close. 
I would still see Glenn Close because I know Glenn Close, but I would love Glenn Close as a fucking no Madam Webb. Who these people are? Madam Webb is like the I know mysteries. who Madam Webb okay. is. The actors, but, I don't know who they are. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. As uh, the neighborhood girl scream walking down. Yeah, anyway, next. Uh, but I definitely see good things in the future for Spider-Man there. In the next story, you will see that uh, one Mr. Keanu Reeves down, is there. There you go. Yeah. Is in the news again with Bill and Ted. Oh, man. Bill and Ted 3. Starting production. Good so, yeah. Alex right. Winters celebrating uh, production beginning with Bill and Ted 3. Uh Filming begun on uh, uh, that, and he... Uh, this doesn't look like what we're looking at. No, that's John Wick. That's just... That's just... Essentially, Bill and Ted 3, they're going with uh, Bill and Ted and their offspring. Okay, so Bill and Ted both have their own daughters, and it's kind of that dynamic of we're bringing back that third movie with Bill and Ted. I don't really... Okay. Yeah, you have Alex Winters and you have Keanu Reeves reprising the roles but not only is this a cash grab i just kind of see this as it was a shitty movie before man i'm trying not to be negative about this shit but the cra- if you're not high bill and ted both sucked both fucking movies <laughs> even the high you're like come on man give me something <laughs> like but they something. are giving me something oh, i'd rather watch doctor who like it in a fucking you enjoy Doctor Who? Yeah! Doctor Who is enjoyable. Bill and Ted is... I would rather have a lobotomy. I'd hate, I hate to fucking drop that bombshell out there, At least but, we're going up on the comparisons. Yeah, but, but it wasn't sex or, you know, somebody mating, so now we went up to lobotomy. We're going up. Elevator up. Lobotomy. That little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of lobotomy, evil within the uh, game. Yeah, but that's how you upgrade your characters. You get the lobotomy in a chair. Okay. I mean, as far as our game now, I know why that was so popular. Just going around lobotomy. That was a scary everybody. fucking game. I just avoid that. I don't need oh, to be afraid is, to get. It's like, awesome. He's not protecting me. If I come down here at night, any kind of ghoul or goblin could get me. All right. <laughs> I can't watch that. He's the one, he's my protector, and he's behind me, so I can't do All right, so on to the next one. Umbrella Academy, man. Did you watch that finally? No, I did not. It, it, man, was, it was pretty good. It was good. Besides, he had a problem with Scroll Up, um, number one there. Someone the big gorilla made, guy. Someone forgot to do leg day. Yeah. He completely he had a problem ridiculous. with number one, because he has that big body like you see here. Ooh, nipple rub. Um, and then he has no legs. He's a SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. Yeah. And it's... it's fun. I'm sorry. I'm laughing only because um, Connor had a SpongeBob balloon. And then, <laughs> so then it gets caught in the fan. And then, and Emma's just looking at me and I go, I'm ready! <laughs> <laughs> And he's just going around in a circle. (laughs) So essentially, filming has begun for Netflix's Umbrella Academy Season 2. Above um, uh, 
the actors, Adrian Gallagher, and uh, he played number five, and Robert Sheehan, who played number four. Who uh, Sheehan is the one who has the hand goodbye. Oh, I like that guy. That guy's crazy. Yes, and the short guy who was yes, he is number five. Number five and number four. Number four is the crazy one who was all smacked out on heroin and he could talk to the dead Haley Joel Osment style. But when he was high, he could not talk to the dead. Now number uh, let me look at my notes. Number five. He was a time traveler, okay? And he went through and he worked for the Time Society. Yeah. And that comes along with the first storyline. With the second Watch one. the show to really find yeah. out more. With the end of the first storyline, you see a good reset into a, uh, a, a different way of it. It's very multiverse, if I want to say it like that. Okay. okay? It's setting up a good storyline because they need to replace Marvel and Disney. So with Umbrella Academy, by the end of that season, I thought, okay, I want to see what happens. Yeah. And it is based off of the comics, but superhero beings in very realistic, normal situations, it's very Netflix, it's very Netflix superhero, and I see Netflix clamoring for that Mark Miller uh, you know, well that they bought to try to really replace what they lost right here. And if it's anything like Umbrella Academy, I think it's going to be great. So next is Inhumans. There's a rumor that they're going to reboot it. Okay, because one... Was that the one you showed me with really bad acting? No, that was Gifted. I did not even disgrace your eyes with showing you this horrendous atrocity of a show. Because Inhumans... Was Inhuman? It was. I didn't want to be so basic bitch about it, but yeah, it was. It was completely Inhuman watching that series. They gave me a CGI dog with... But... The teleportation and the and the and the sound set and 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 you know the predicting, but it wasn't mm. really what I wanted for Inhumans because okay. one Black Bolt didn't fly. Medusa, in the very I want to say either the first or the second episode, they chopped all her fucking hair off, so she looked like GI Jane the entire first season. Okay, you have a woman whose power is her hair. What are you going to do? Chop her hair off! No, 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 you want to join us? Hair goes off. <laughs> so, you're going to chop her hair off in the first episode, okay? What's her power? Well, she she controls her hair like snakes. Okay, so you're going to chop her hair off. How long does it take her to grow her hair? Oh, a long time. A long time. <laughs> so, you're making her powerless through the entire first season. The one... Medusa is a badass bitch in the comics. Like, you're really handicapping yourself. So you're here. saying you don't want the the biggest badass character to be neutered, essentially, and that's what they did with it. And they gave you something you wanted, but they completely cut other things that you really wanted to see there, which was a really big tragedy. So, uh, what do we got here? John Krasinski. Okay. He's being eyed for Mr. Fantastic, Emily Blunt as 
Invisible Woman. How do you feel about it? Um, I knew who they were. If the married duo of these two. That's John Krasinski. He was in uh, uh, Chuck. Uh, No. No, he was not in Chuck. I thought he was in Chuck. That was Zachary Levi. Ah, there you go. Oh, he was in The Office. He was off. Yes, he was in the office. But yeah, him, 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 and uh, and you're Emily. not missing anything. You're really not missing anything. The so US him, office him is and Emily Blunt are married in real life. They okay. also did the Quiet Place, which was directed by Krasinski. Yes. So Quiet uh, Place making uh, 340 million worldwide and a 95 percent Rotten Tomatoes as a certified fresh rating for Quiet Place. So naturally, they're going to want to go with Krasinski for that. Mr. Fantastic role. And I gotta tell you, man, I'm fine with Krasinski and that obviously right here, Emily Blunt as the Fantastic Four for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I can I can accept it because they're married in real life. Because they'll actually be able to portray it on screen. Oh yeah. Wholeheartedly. They'll be all in that. And that's what right. you need. Shouldn't a good actor be able to do that? No, 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 Without no. being married to it's someone? It's just a whole lot easier just to get some, two people who are married and who fit the role. 100%. If you're a good actor, you're supposed to be able to act yeah. like you're married. Emily Blunt in Days of Tomorrow, that was an awesome. She was awesome. Absolutely. Days of Tomorrow was fantastic. Badass. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic yeah. movie. Um, so... John Krasinski, obviously, uh, Geeks Worldwide, Thomas Paulette has hinted that they're kind of going towards that. He hinted that uh, Mr. Kevin Feige is looking towards John Krasinski in okay. this role. So I'm fine with it, man. John Krasinski is a Mr. Fantastic, man. Uh, go to the main screen, and uh, we have our ending segment here. I thought of a good what if. Now, as you, if you don't know, at the end of our podcast, we start, uh, we end with uh, what I call a thought experiment, which is a good way to take something you know and expand on it and have fun with it. So we have three kind of thought experiments. We have verses, we have what if, and a new one coming up next week, which is breakdown. Breakdown is a series that I'm going to talk, I'm going to tackle a topic. And I'm going to do some research into it, and we're going to break it down between the good of the topic, the bad of the topic, and what we can change in the topic, okay? I have two topics up yep. for the poll on the Projangers and Wallhangers site, facebook.com backslash pjwh. You'll see pinned right to the top the Projangers poll of a females, there you go, Female gamers and streamers and blood and gore and games. Now, both will be a breakdown series, but right now, seven, 67% of the Walljangers want to see a breakdown segment of female gamers and streamers in gaming. That's two people. It's still 67%. It sounds better. <laughs> That's three votes. Three votes. But. Blood and Gore in games is the other one. I'm going to do both, but I want to see what you guys want to do first, okay? Um, female gamers, which 
Growing up in the 90s, you didn't hear a lot about it. It was a lot like a leprechaun. Girls not were into so Barbies, and, uh, you know, Barbies and dolls, and it was not that they were into gaming. So I can explain why. If you look up... Um, uh, That's for the next podcast! <laughs> All right, I'll leave it there. Yes. But that's the poll we're talking about. Hey, four people voted. I wonder who did that. Oh my god, so we're up to 50 50. But Blood and Gordon Gordon game. Hey, now your vote matters. Yeah. You could break this tie. There is no electoral college. Exactly. I already voted. Um. But, I'm going to just well, make it even if you have enough. <laughs> I, I, voted, I voted the latter. Um, but it's a different Thank series that I want to try to do to get more fan interaction. Now, if you are a female gamer, contact pjandwh at gmail.com. Let me know. Why did, you, why did you get into gaming? What inspired you to keep going? What kind of adversities or judgments have you gotten from being a female gamer, if any? And what do you want to change in that industry? For Blood and Gore, I would like to see who <clears throat> is at the extremes. Who is very who against blood? blood and Gore? Or who likes Gore? Exactly. Who's very against Blood and Gore and who is very much uh, in that I don't care what you do, add all the Blood and Gore you want, Doom isn't bloody enough, you know? I want to see the dichotomy of blood and gore, the two good and bad sides of it, what we can try to mm. derive from it, because that will lead into the ESRB rating breakdown. Obviously, everybody knows everyone, mature, teens, they know all the ESRB. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're, the scales are tipped. <laughs> But for this week, we're going to end off on a Your what vote if. still matters. Uh, check out the poll. We're going to have it up. I have it up for a week. Um, this week's what if is what if you could be Link? Not this Link. Although I would spend all day worrying. My God. Like a motherfucker when my people's at home. Who wouldn't want to be this Link? He is coddled. But who <laughs> would want to be Link from the Legend of Zelda series? What Link, would you want to be? And why? Hmm. I already have my Link. Yeah. He's right here. But I also have my choice as well. So I would much rather go through the perpetual Groundhog's Day that is Majora's Mask. Because there is so much to do. And you just have a spell if you fucked everything up. You just go back to the first day and redo that shit, man. Some shit stays, some shit doesn't. You keep mask, you don't. You go ahead and fix the world, and then you go off and fuck about. And Jarvis Mask Link, I'm right there. And who's to say you couldn't go back to the Ocarina of Time Hyrule and fuck about and muck around there, you know? Maybe go around with Empa, well, you know, sucking out some milk or whatever he does. Into a, a different universe. Yeah, but you never know. In the you beginning, so you can't like. I'm gonna throw this. A he little, has a grappling hook. I'm gonna throw it a a little sidewall here, a little, little screwball here. Okay. 
I really am Warriors Link, so that's why I can just hack and slash everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I really am Warriors. Merit. That's kind of like going for like the four honor kind of out there. Yeah, but really? I know I won't die because I always win. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah. in Hyrulean Warriors, every iteration of Link is in there, so you still have to pick a Link, and why? Uh, it would be Link to the Past. A Link to the Past? Yes. Okay. Which is being, or Link Awakens is being remastered. Link to the Past was Super Nintendo 3. Before that? Or um, was it after? It was after that. After. Super Nintendo. Okay. Because I uh, remember both. Link, Link to the Past was 91. Was yeah, Link to the Past was great. Fantastic. Both of them were fantastic mm-hmm. games. I want both of them remastered. Obviously, I named my dog after Link, so I do have an affinity for <laughs> Nintendo's uh, Legend of Zelda series, but... It's definitely... What are you going with? I'll go with the... Because it's fresh on my mind, that last one. Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild. Wild. That's a good Wild. fucking universe to go into, man, because you have all that universe where you have crafting, mm-hmm. you have good food. Like, yeah. you're a good cook. Totally, you're eating yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're eating well. It doesn't matter. You get fucking bonuses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that would be that would be a definite positive I would see for the Breath of the Wild. Now, one that I was also tossing up was Wind Waker. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. Because not that only was a really have, good game. You had the Sea World, but you also had the like under Hyrule world with the king that could go about uh, different. They should be released back that. They should be released. That was a really good game. I want Twilight Princess on Switch because I never played that one. I had I a Switch, that, but it had a Wii. Uh, I had a Wii, but I never bought. The, it's basically uh, Zelda 64, except with a with a little cat. Uh, but well, Ocarina of came Time out for GameCube and Wii. It did because it was in that transition period, yeah. but it was very popular on the Wii because of the Wii controls. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, we thing, all over the place. The new thing of motion, the motion controls. <clears throat> I mean, Nintendo's really sticking by that, though. They are. Um, There's nothing you can do about it, because they can stop making any kind of producible content that makes money right now, and for 50 years, they would still not have to file bankruptcy. Go! 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, Especially all... with Pokemon. They're also... Oh, they're not hurting. They could literally make a Hitler game where you wash his balls and they would still make money. In three weeks, Super Mario on the mobile, too. Super Mario gets a Hitler mustache? Super Mario uh, 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 Mario Kart. Oh, that wouldn't be a good title at all. Super Mario with a Hitler mustache. That would be illegal in Germany. Really corner market. So, we have... uh, What did you pick? Link to the Past. Link to the Past. We have Breath of the Wild, and we have Majora's Mask slash Ocarina of Time. Because I'm connected to that. Your logic and reasoning for your choice is good. I would say Link to the Past is a good story-wise, well, you, and there were a lot so of powers in that as well. So you, you, you mean? Well, there was a lot of there was a lot of things to get, um, and the abilities that you you, know, you were able to do in that one. It, it, I would still choose that one because that one's a fun one and that one's a top-down one. 
But yeah, Todd, uh, the Tale of Two Worlds is also in the same universe of that mm -hmm. one. Absolutely. There were a lot of different iterations, which if you're looking at timelines, like even even the doctor from Doctor Who is like, yo, man, calm down when he looks at Zelda because that is like, a, it's yep. like a tornado with timelines because all the games kind of interconnect. It's kind of like trying to understand the genealogy of Game of Thrones with Jon Snow. Damn, that is fucking real right there. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell, we are going to end on the podcast here. We obviously end off every time with the thank yous. I want to thank Lena Turner for liking uh, the last podcast, 39. We are console fluid. Elon could be watching. He is definitely not watching this week. Spoiler alert, Men in Black International, as well as Ultra Clash Wrestling Podcast with Teddy and Terry. And we have uh, uh, also a very special thank you, which I got called out on on <laughs> Facebook Messenger, which is a family friend of the show. Both Big Brother and I have a family friend who is our father's best friend, Kevin Farrell. We want to name him the ultimate wall janger of the week. Okay. <laughs> the first. Second. Second. Um, but Kevin Farrell has watched pretty much every single one of the Facebook Lives that we've done. He's always supported us. He's always been behind us. And he was one of, he, honestly, he was one of my best bosses. Uh, I worked with him at his basement waterproofing company. He's always been out there. So I definitely want to send out a big fucking thank you to Kevin Farrell for let, you know watching and listening. He even has my dad now wanting to log on and watch. That's good. I'm sure he'll figure it out at some point. I told him to go to the YouTube. So I will be putting this podcast... Just go to the YouTube. I'll be putting this podcast up on the YouTube because all the weird shit that happened in the beginning of the podcast will be cut out and it'll be a lot more refined. And you'll find all the weird shit at the end after the end credit roll. So I want to thank everybody for watching. Kevin, Leanne, and as well as... So everybody. where can they find us at? They can find us at... Facebook.com backslash PJWH, YouTube.com backslash PWH, SoundCloud.com backslash PWH, as well as at PJWH. You know that, right? You're stuttering. Today, Junior. That's right. PJANDWH at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with us. Do you have an idea for a breakdown, what if, or versus? Email us at pjmwh.google.com. And we also have the SoundCloud. We love all the comments and uh, likes and subscribes. Tell your friends. As always, boys and girls, this is a long, drawn-out goodbye. Game on! We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, Bob. Fuck off. <laughs> you still threw that in there. I did. I, I took the Mick Foley fuck off. You know, it's not really going to be a pure character when it's not four, but eight from a count. Yeah, the one is purple. Like the end, it's purple. On the switch, no, no. You can't see him because he's wearing green and it's a green screen. On that bombshell, we're going to start off this podcast. I love one punch, man. Punch!
Tschüss. <lacht>